0: Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things,
1: and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. Hey friends, welcome back to the pod. We're super glad that you're here. And this week we are sharing some really awesome strategies and ideas for how to get past a creative block.
0: Have you ever felt stuck in your creative process or you just sit down to make something and then nothing happens? It's happened to me sometimes, but I've tried different ways to get past it. And that's why I think this would be a great podcast topic today.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about it Katie. So, let's just let's just jump right in and talk about ways that you can get out of a creative rut.
0: All right, we've written a list for you guys. So, first up on the list is just to go for a walk. Sometimes in order to get past creative block, you actually have to get out of your studio first. I find that going for a walk can give me time to think about projects if you're especially stuck on a project, just take a break, take a short, easy walk and come back to it later. I usually feel much more inspired and just have more energy to be creative after I've gone for a walk or a hike and it doesn't even have to be hard.
1: Yeah, like don't make this hard, make it easy for you. And the other thing is like, it might be that you can't Leave your house, right? Or you have to take somebody else with you or go take your pet out for a walk or anything like that. Like at the very least, just leave your space, leave your creative space and go do some easy physical activity for a bit. Mm-hmm. So our next tip, and this one, I think uh, is most important to me, like I'm talking to myself when I'm giving this tip, so listeners don't feel called out. I'm really calling myself out here is when you feel like you're in a creative rut, you should get off of social media. Mm -hmm. So right now we're doing this um, no social media, no screen time after 5 p.m. challenge uh, for the month of April with our family. And it's actually been so great because turns out I have a ton more free time than I thought to actually make stuff in the evening. Did you know that, Katie?
0: (laughs) I mean, it's it's been doing it for me, too. Like, usually I'm playing games on my phone in the evening, but now I'm drawing in the stuff.
1: Yeah, I used to think I was always just too tired. Like, I would tell myself, you're too tired to weave. Like, it's it's just by the p- time you get done with work, like, you're just really too tired in the evenings. Like, creating is something for Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. But um, I actually found that when I started getting off of my phone. I really wasn't as tired as I thought. And I truly had more energy and more headspace for creating. And so you don't have to do this in the evening. Maybe mornings is your no screen time, like no social media time. Or it could be like when your um, kid is asleep, taking a nap. Like it could be any of those things. Just whatever time that you normally waste scrolling online, think about getting off of social media and using that to break through a creative block.
0: Yep. All right, are you ready for number three on the list of ways to get out of a creative rut? Let's do it. (laughs) Number three is to doodle. And doodling is just a really fun activity that I personally love. And it actually puts you in your right brain more easily. If you don't know, the theory is that people are either left-brained or right-brained, meaning that one side of their brain is dominant the left brain being more analytical and the right brain being more on the creative side. And doodling can help put you in your creative brain. Did you know
1: that? I had no idea. I mean, I've heard people say left brain and right brain, but I've never really thought about it when it comes to creativity. Mm
0: -hmm. Lately, I've been doing what I call like just warm-up doodles where in the morning I just I doodle these girls into my journal for 30 minutes and they're simple. They don't have a lot of details and they're small, but it's just having fun and like getting started making something that way I can get into the groove of being creative and then work on that bigger project later.
1: Yeah. Doodling is something that I think anybody can do. You don't have to have any skills. You don't have to be good at drawing to doodle as a way to just get your as you said the creative brain waves going yeah
0: and like your doodles don't have to be a finished project you're just
1: you're doodling that's it so the next tip we're going to share actually goes really well with doodling and that this is a thing for me because I don't laugh at me Katie but I'm afraid of doodling <laughs> <laughs> um it's hard right because I don't feel like I'm very skilled in drawing so I don't want to mess up but one thing that I can do that really makes me feel Um, energized with my creativity is to play around with my own handwriting. So any kind of writing by hand, um, writing in my journal or handwriting a letter or sending a postcard to someone. I do actually journal a lot in the sidebars of my planner. And I use this awesome 90 90 day planner. It's called My Next 90 Days, and um, it's got, like, spaces for thoughts and journaling. And i found that this is a really great way for me to reset and break out of any creative blocks that I have. And if you're just not sure what you should be working on or nothing feels good, playing with your handwriting is actually really, really fun. You could hand letter, practice calligraphy, or even just write a letter to a friend.
0: Yeah, I like that idea, too. Next up on our list is to play with your art supplies if you have any art supplies that you haven't used in a while or maybe new art supplies that you've just been a bit scared to try out, pull those out and then just play with them. Try new ideas without (laughs) worrying about the outcome or trying to make a finished piece to post on Instagram. Just experiment with your supplies and see what happens without worrying about it. Just have fun and experiment.
1: We all have those art supplies that we haven't even opened. Mm -hmm.
0: I have a few. I mean, not many, because I really, really love to play with art supplies, but I have a couple maybe that I haven't opened.
1: Yeah, and so we're afraid to use them, or afraid to mess them up, or like, I don't want to use my best supplies on this project. But seriously, you're right. Just play with them. Something will happen. Mm -hmm. (coughs) I'm going to have to edit this out. Yep. (coughs) (coughs) The allergies. All right. So the next way that you can get out of a creative rut is to carry a journal or sketchbook with you on the go. This can be really small. It can definitely fit in your purse or your bag. And you can learn to practice your art or just journal your ideas in the moment. I think that it's really easy to fall into the trap of when you get creative inspiration thinking, I'll remember this later. I'll remember my idea that later. It happens to me all the time. And do you actually remember those ideas? Some of them, like, especially the art ideas,
0: those sometimes I remember. But if it's just things like, oh, I need to do this later, I need to tell myself this later, those I always forget.
1: Yeah, and then also if you're on social media or you see something that really inspires you, you think, oh, this is inspiring to me. I'm going to remember it later. And we usually don't. So... um Learning how to practice your art on the go or learning how to journal and you're actually really recording your ideas, right? You're not actually creating them yet, but you're actually recording them for later Mm -hmm. can help you break through any creative block that you have. Yeah, and
0: that tip actually leads me to the next tip, which is to spend a day field sketching and... I think it's just really cool like to carry your sketchbook with you. I personally love field sketching and if you don't know what it is, it's the simple process of going outside and sketching, doodling, or painting your surroundings. You can also do this in urban sketching which is often more done in a city like cityscapes or sketching people and buildings um, just anywhere where you're out in the city. but. Being the nature lover that I am, I enjoy taking my sketchbook to the forest or the lake and sketching all the nature that's around me. I just think it's really cool and it's a fun way to just be creative.
1: You have a lot of great examples of this on your Instagram. So if you guys aren't following Studio Katie on Instagram, please do so because she has a lot of good examples. If you're interested in field sketching, you could always check out some of her process videos on the gram
0: yeah we also have a podcast episode called how to get started with a travel journal that would be an awesome place to start if you want to learn more about field sketching or if you're nervous to make art in public i share how i got past that fear of people watching me work in that episode so go check it out on our blog shopstudiosisters.com podcast or scroll back in those podcast episodes
1: yeah it's really good it's called how to get started with a travel journal And I loved that episode, and I love learning about travel journaling. So definitely go check it out. So our next tip is to clean your desk or your studio to break out of a creative rut. So I have a mantra in my life. If I lose something and I can't find it, start cleaning, and it will turn up. And if it doesn't, at least your space is clean. I live by this. Like today, I could not find stamps. So I just started sorting and cleaning paperwork, and then my stamps turned up. So this applies to your creativity too, I think. Would you agree with that, Katie? Yeah. I mean, if
0: you clean your workspace, then I think you're automatically just ready to go. I personally have to do like a mini clean of my desk every morning to clean, like to put away all the supplies that I used the day before. And then once I have a clean desk, I'm ready to get started
1: with a creative project again. It can just be a reset, too. It doesn't have to be like a full I cleaned my studio or I clean my space top to bottom. But in my opinion, if you've lost anything, whether that's inspiration <laughs> or your favorite pencil, if you've lost anything at all, you will find it in a clean space. Bottom line. So that's my tip. Love it. ConvertKit is our go-to tool for email, newsletter subscriptions, and automated emails every week. We send out a creative newsletter to all of you, our podcast listeners, to help you live your dream life. We send actionable tips for your Etsy shop and social media brand, share our behind the scenes process and first access to our upcoming online courses. And we do all of it with ConvertKit. Many handmade sellers and artists use ConvertKit to build email lists of returning customers, to share behind the scenes photos of their work and their studios, to announce new art, new collections, and products when they launch. If you had asked me a couple of years ago about email lists, I would have laughed at you because the focus on social media is so huge, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, a few years ago, I really didn't do anything with email, but now it's like, It's so awesome to use
1: and to reach your customers this way. The reason that an email list is so great for you as a creative entrepreneur and the reason so many small businesses are turning to using email lists is because there's no algorithm to beat. Everyone who's on our email list actually gets the emails we send them. Not everyone who follows you on Instagram or Facebook sees what you post and actually Most people don't. So, if you're looking for a way to build a stronger relationship with your audience and the people who buy your art, an email list might be the way to move the needle forward for you.
0: We love ConvertKit because it's super simple to use and you can easily pre-schedule emails to go out well in advance, which means I never have to remember to send out a newsletter. ConvertKit has transformed my process from randomly sending out emails once in a while and forgetting to stick to a schedule to staying consistent and showing up for our followers.
1: I feel like we can't say enough good things about ConvertKit and the future of email lists for small businesses is right there. So if you want to learn more about this tool, visit shopstudiosisters.com ConvertKit to get a free ConvertKit plan. Hey friends, Katie here. Tell me if this sounds
0: familiar. You're a maker and a creative already selling your handmade products on Etsy. The thing is, you'd really like to be selling more of it, right? Or maybe you've just recently started an Etsy shop and you want to lay a good foundation for your shop. Or your Etsy shop has been collecting dust for a while now and you've been avoiding the tech stuff or the research like I did for so long. Maybe you've just recently decided that this is your time to get real about Etsy and start doing some serious girl boss business. If any of these are you, I really want you to dive into the basics of Etsy SEO and learn more about getting found by your ideal customers on Etsy. This might sound overwhelming or time consuming, but Taylor and I have created a free guide on how to learn the basics of Etsy SEO and what a long tail keyword is and some basics of the do's and don'ts of Etsy search tags in just 15 minutes. It's actually easy, fast, and you'll be able to celebrate this win by getting your keywords and search terms on point. You can get our free fast guide to Etsy SEO on our website. Just go to shopstudiosisters.com etsyseo Etsy SEO guide. You can also find the link to it in our show notes. Now, back to the episode. Next on our list is to build a playlist or listen to new music. I think most creatives love working to music. Try creating a new station on Pandora or a playlist on Spotify with either your absolute favorite songs or any songs that just fill you with inspiration or that new music that you just discovered and are really enjoying. So Taylor, what's that new music that you're really enjoying?
1: Okay, so you're totally putting me on the spot here, Katie. But um I just sort of discovered Olivia Rodrigo. She has like a very um like folksy um but soft music style, like a combination of like Billie Eilish and Christina Perry. Um and I really like her music, but Everyone's probably hearing her song right now, Driver's License. It's playing on the radio all the time. So that's how I discovered her, but I like a lot of her other songs, too. And so I would say that's my my new music, but some of my go-tos are um, just, like, soft, folksy music. I know that you like to listen to violin. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. So I have a challenge for you guys, actually. So either listen to some cool new music like Taylor, or if you want to be more like me, I am challenging you to put on some classical music or film scores or instrumental. As Taylor said, I really love listening to classical violins, film scores. As I'm working, it's just like it's so epic and beautiful to me and it really helps me focus. So that's my challenge for you guys.
1: We want to know when it comes to music, are you on Team Taylor where it's like moody and inspiring or Team Katie where you're feeling like the music has something so epic in store for you. So tell us us on Instagram which team you're Mm -hmm. in. So I also think one of the easiest ways to get out of a creative rut is to try a new medium that you don't normally work with. So you can do this with anything. Um, I'll give you an example because I am a tapestry weaver. So I work with yarn, I make weavings, um, but you could do this with anything. If you're a painter or you sketch or you crochet, if you've been stuck in one medium, try something new. So um, right now I am teaching myself how to spin yarn using a drop spindle and it's really super challenging. It's a lot harder than I thought it would be. But it's actually kind of refreshing because my brain is working super hard in a new way to try to figure it out. And so that's it's fun. It's it's really engaging.
0: Yeah, I think that's really cool that you're doing that actually.
1: None of my yarn has turned out pretty yet. (laughs) So funny.
0: Related to that tip is to go back to the first medium that you started with. So if your art has evolved over time, but now you're finding yourself in a bit of a creative rut, I want to suggest that you go back to whatever medium first got you into creativity. Maybe it was watercolors or paper crafting or crocheting. Whatever it is, consider picking it back up. You don't have to make exactly the same things that you made back then because your style and process has probably changed, right? But by combining your original medium with your new techniques, maybe you'll find a creative idea that will get you past your creative rut and just try
1: something new. Yeah, I think that that's kind of the the theme of these last few tips we have here is just just do something, mm-hmm. right? Just just pick a thing and go with it and don't have any expectations of what it is and um really just focus on the process and not necessarily the final outcome. Mm-hmm which is why pencil-only sketching is another suggestion that we have. Just go back to your basics. You know, if you're feeling overwhelmed by your art supplies um, or you're just craving minimalism, right, things feel like there's too much, maybe just try like a really simple piece with a pencil or just one color and just erase as much as you want. It's fine. I, If I were to pencil sketch... I would be erasing a lot, but just try it.
0: I <laughs> Actually, I love er- erasers, so I think they're totally cool. They're not cheating. You can erase.
1: I remember. Yeah, you're right. They're not cheating, guys. It's not cheating. Um, I remember one day when you showed up. At my house um with like a travel journal kit and so i like opened up the bag expecting it to be like a lot of tombow markers and pens and there was actually like just a bunch of different pencils and like huge erasers (laughs) in that bag
0: yep that's what i use when i travel like i do bring watercolors but i basically just bring the basics
1: and that can be really inspiring too so that's a great way to get out of a creative rut Mm -hmm.
0: All right. Are you guys ready for our last tip on this list?
1: I am ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sure our listeners are too, but I just want you to know, Katie, I'm ready. All right, cool. Well, this one's for you then.
0: Take a free challenge. I personally love challenges and there are so many amazing free art challenges out there on the internet, such as 30-day doodling challenges or 30 days of hand lettering prompts. So find one and just play along with it. I am actually running a challenge of my own all about how to get out of creative block and I would love to have you guys join me. It's a three-day challenge and it's going to run April 12th through
1: 14th. I'm super excited about this. So I know that you are too and I know that um, our listeners are going to want to do this challenge. So what is it? What are people doing for three days in your creative block challenge?
0: Okay, so I have created three days of actionable art prompts where I show you how to make a mood board of the things that are inspiring you right now. And then how to create seven art pieces inspired by that mood board.
1: So Katie, you're telling me that not only am I going to learn how to create a mood board, which I look at all the time on Pinterest, but I don't know how to make myself but also in three days I'm going to have seven art pieces. Mm
0: -hmm. On day two of the challenge you're going to make six whole pieces and then day three we're going to make one piece inspired by those so we're going to make a lot of art and just get you past creative block.
1: Awesome. So it's just going to be super inspiring and fun and I'm not it's not going to be too hard, right? Like anybody can do no, it. No, Anybody can do it. Like no matter what medium
0: you'd like to use, you can do it. So I am hosting this as a free email challenge. And every day I'm going to be sending you the art prompts in an email. So if you want to sign up and join along with this challenge, visit shopstudiosisters.com slash block to join me for this free creative block challenge next week.
1: We hope that if you have been in a creative rut lately that these ideas we shared today inspire you. We want you to just start with just one of them, just one, and see where it goes. So pick the one that sounds most compelling to you, the easiest one for you, and see where it goes. Making art is not always as smooth a process as it sounds, and so we just wanted to acknowledge that.
0: Yeah, just remember that everyone gets stuck in a creative rut once in a while, so you're definitely not alone in that. But I would recommend taking one of the ideas from this list. And if you do, we would love to see what you make. So tag us on Instagram at Shop Studio Sisters, telling us what you did to get out of your creative rut.
1: We would love to hear from you. And remember, if you want to join the creative Block Challenge. It's three days, April 12th to 14th. You can sign up at shopstudiosisters.com slash block. We'll see you next...